Yo, what they do? It's your girl, Mai. I'm back in the building with another one. Today on, wait, God said what? We're going to talk about growing pains. God said that, you know, we're going to have to go through some, some growing pains. But what is that? What, what, Maisha, what, what do you exactly mean about growing pains? Well, once he gave, like, once he laid that on me, I decided to initially define the word growth. And once I did that, it says that it's the process of developing or maturing physically, mentally, or spiritually. Now, when we grow, it's never easy. I'm not just talking about spiritually. I mean in all aspects of life. Growing is always uncomfortable. Whether it's growing your business, learning a new skill, parenting, growth in relationships, even physical growth. They all have something in common. And that's pain. It's the feeling of uncomfortability. For example, when I was 14 years old, I grew 8 inches in one summer. I went from 4'11 to 5'7 in like 4 months. I left school short and chubby my freshman year, and when I came back, I was tall and skinny as all get out. That summer was one of the worst summers of my life. I went through so much pain. Like, my mom would even take me to the doctor a lot during that time because I just kept complaining about my knees. And it's funny because one of the doctors, they said, oh, no, she'll be fine. That's that's just growing pains. Give her some time and she'll start feeling better after a while. It was It was all a part of the process. Now, the Army... They use this slogan, pain is only weakness leaving the body. Now, why in the heck would they say something like that? <laughs> like, they, they don't make, that didn't make no sense. But then I really started thinking, and the troops that enlist, they have to go through this vigorous training. If you ask anybody who's ever enlisted, basic sucks. That's like one of the worst time of their lives. It, it hurts. It's uncomfortable. They've had to leave home. They can't speak to their loved ones. They can't do anything. But during that time, those those people in charge, they keep telling them that, hey, it's okay. Keep fighting because this pain is only temporary. It's that the, the, the feeling that they're going through, that's just their mind maturing. That's the body aches that they're having. That's just their muscles maturing. All of that pain was just weakness leaving the body. It, it's, I mean, it's kind of the same thing with God if you think about it. When we're put in an uncomfortable position, God does not want us just to give up. He wants us to continue fighting, to keep pushing, because it's only temporary. He's trying to teach you during that time. It's not so much that he's trying to hurt you. Now, how am I going to put this with the Bible? <laughs> We're going to talk about the story of Noah. I'm pretty sure everybody knows about Noah. But for my ones that don't know, um, Noah, he was the guy with the ark. He was the one that was told to build the ark. And the Bible story itself, it's in Genesis 6. Um, verse 9 through 14, and then I'm also going to read verses 17 through 22. But before I jump into the Bible, I want to talk about his name. 
names are super important to our identity. They also give us a sense of who we are, the communities that we belong in, and our place in the world. Noah's name means rest or comfort in Hebrew. God knew off rip who he wanted Noah to be, as well as what he what Noah would need during his journey. Comfort. He knew he would be uncomfortable, but he told his dad to name him this as a reminder that he was going to be good regardless because he was comfort. Now let's jump to the Bible. Verse 9. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, the only blameless person living on earth at the time. And he walked in close fellowship with God. Noah was the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat. I don't know if I said any of their names right other than Ham, but we just, I'm learning just like y'all. Anyways, now God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. God observed all of the corruption in the world for everyone on earth was corrupt. So God said to Noah, I've decided to destroy all living creatures for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. Build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it from tar inside and out. Jumping down to verse 17. Look, I am about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on earth will die, but I will confirm my covenant with you. So enter the boat, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring a pair of each kind of animal a male and a female, unto the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood. Pairs of every kind of bird and every kind of animal and every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground will come to you so you can keep them alive. And be sure to take on board enough food for your family and all of the animals. So Noah did exactly what God had commanded him. That pain and uncomfortability starts in the very beginning when God told Noah to build that ark. I'm sure that was like really uncomfortable because let's think about it. Like the Bible, it kind of sugarcoats it, but I love to put my personality in like, let, let's be real. Let, let's, let's put it in this work, this earth, this earth, this time. And I'm going to just look at it. Like God was like, Hey, Hey, my dude, You've been a real faithful servant, unlike the rest of these heathens. So I got a project for you. I need you to build this ark, okay? I'm going to give you these dimensions and everything. All you have to do is build it. But the reason why you have to do this is because the whole world is going to end. But don't freak out. Don't freak out. I'm going to keep you and your family safe inside of it. But you got to do one more thing for me. I need you to get two of each animal, a male and a female, not just the ones you like. You got to get all of them, even the poisonous ones and the vicious ones, too, and put them all, all on the boat with you. And you got to stay with them for 40 days and 40 nights because I'm going to make it rain on this mug. What? Like, <laughs> you want me to do what? Because what's going to happen? 
nah, nah, bro, not, nah, BG, like, I ain't, I ain't with this one, like, I be following you a lot, like, I'm, I'm with you, but, nah, I don't know about this one, like, I'm, I know for a fact that probably would have been my response, because you telling me I'm supposed to big, build this really big boat, get all these animals, and put them on this boat and I live with them for 40 days and 40 nights and I got to tell these people why I'm doing it. They gonna look at me like I'm dumb. Like, no. Have you ever been in a moment where God has told you to do something, but you felt like it was too out of reach, so you didn't do it? What if God told Noah to build the ark, but he didn't do it because it seemed too far-fetched or he cared about what people were saying about him? That's a part of our problems right now. We're too worried about people on social media and what they're saying and too being afraid of being canceled or hearing the rumors or feeling the deceit and the bashing we don't go through with what God told us to do. I'm sure Noah heard it all. I bet you these people were like, why is he building that big behind thing? He said, God is going to destroy the world? That's nonsense. This nigga tripping. Like, who who finna go work for, for Noah and help him build that dumb thing? Not me. What if God, well, what if Noah said that this this is just too much? Like, I I don't want to do this anymore, God. I, I can't put up with this. History as we know it would have ended right then and there. A lot of our purposes end right here in the growth and development stage. God was grooming Noah during that uncomfortable time. God wants to use us, but we have to be fully submitted to him so that he can. If you did not know, Noah was 600 years old when the flood came upon the earth. The reason why I say this is because I never want anyone to think that you're too old for God to use you. Noah had to wait 600 years before anything took off for him. The Bible states that he didn't have his sons until he was 500. I know these ages might sound a little bit ridiculous, but the Bible was different. There wasn't really a concept of time back then. It wasn't until God was fed up with everybody and decided to flood the earth. that um, That's when he decided to say that humans wouldn't be able to live much over 100 years. In Genesis 6, chapter 3rd verse, it states, Then the Lord said, My spirit will not put up with humans for such a long time, for they are only mortal flesh. In the future, the normal lifespan will be no more than 120 years. After doing research, um, I believe it took Noah about 75 years to build the ark. When God told Noah to build the ark, he said that it would be for himself, his wife, their three sons, and their sons' wives. Now, assuming a minimum of 25 years for Noah's, from Noah's 500th year to allow his sons to be born matured and married then Noah would have had a maximum of 75 years to build the ark Noah was uncomfortable 
for 75 years before he saw God's promise revealed. So don't complain about your six months of uncomfortability. Now, if you're saying God wants us to feel uncomfortable and he never did, (laughs) baby, you are so wrong. (laughs) John 3.16, everybody knows this verse. Everybody got a tattooed on them, you know. So for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God sent his only son. Half of us wouldn't even send our fourth child to go die for somebody that we don't know. But God sent his only for a maybe. He sent his only son to die on a cross for a maybe. Not for a sure thing, but a maybe. God wasn't even certain that humans on earth would believe in him. Hence the whosoever. But he was willing to go through that pain, go through that agony, because he knew the growth coming out of that was much more magnificent. I am here to encourage you. Yes, you might be going through some things right now. And I know it's hard, but it's going to be okay because your daddy has you. If you need to go back and listen to the whole series of Faith Like a Child to understand, go ahead. But you have to trust that your father is going to make sure you're good. Galatians 6 chapter 9 verse states, So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Please don't give up. You don't know whose lives you're, you're, you're about to change. You don't know who's watching the process. Keep going. Keep fighting. Keep moving. You got this. You guys stay blessed.